What's up, State Champs Nation? Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hang Time Michigan, the hoops podcast on what's happening in hoops in the mitten. Hang Hang Time Michigan is sponsored by Lawrence Technological University. Follow the men and women's NAIA basketball program and recruit yourself at LTUathletics.com. The LTU women's team currently receiving votes to get them in the NAIA national top 25 rankings, so good on them. Hungry Howie's also a sponsor. Dough Razor, simply the easiest and best fundraising program. Go to DoughRaiser.com for details. The MHSAA, if you're looking for scores, stories, district brackets, all of it at MHSAA.com. And also, uh, B-Camp, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. You need to register now. I think February 15th is the deadline if you're a coach to get your membership. Go to bcam.org to check it out. Here's what we got on the docket for today. We're going to talk a little bit about the Horatio Williams MLK Classic last weekend. A little bit about what the guys have seen this week. We'll then touch on uh, changes and updates in TJ Kelly's boys' state rankings. TJ will preview the Fast Break Invitational at Belleville, since I know you're going to be there. Yeah, Miles will. will talk about it. Uh, grab bag this week includes Scott's best shooters in the state. We've got some commitments recently made. I understand Joe Moon has just received an offer uh, from a school in the state of Indiana, so we'll discuss that too. Uh, later, Matt Mowry will join us for a brief chat on girls' hoops, including his rankings and also the fact that Brighton is legit this season. Uh, and finally, I had a chance to interview the man himself in Detroit King head coach George Ward. Talks about his days as a player at Cooley High, his journey as a high school coach. Won a couple state titles with yep. uh, Ben Calso. Yep, and yep. Also chimed in as to why players in Michigan are leaving the state and that some of the things maybe need to relax in terms of some of the restrictions that are still in place. And it was a really good conversation. Good dude. That's our BCAM segment. He's filling in for a Dan Young this week. This is Scott Bernstein. This is TJ Kelly. I'm Lauren Plant. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. And uh, boy, I tell you, you know, the weather's just been brutal, uh, at least for Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I so. think it's appropriate, though. I mean, we have all this ice outside, but then you got players with ice in their veins, man. Right. I mean, right. that we got so many players that are, you know, the epitome of clutch. Right. Yeah. And uh, so it kind of, you know, mirrors what's going on with Mother Nature. So yeah. no doubt the season is heating up. Uh, we are at that point where, uh, gosh, we're not even that far away from the PSL tournament. Yeah. Uh, A week away? Yeah. It's. What, I mean, is it is it starting next week? Yeah, right? I think so. It's yeah. very close. Um, in the climate control. Yes, yes, of it. course, of course. Yeah. And I mean, and, the, the state tournament for boys starts in the last week of February, so right, we're only right. a month yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. right. Now. The boys are earlier this year, so uh, let's get into uh, some results and some things that took place uh, this past weekend. The MLK Showcase. Uh, Clarkston King was the uh, third game of the day. Clarkston wins fifty three thirty nine. Now talking to. Uh, uh, Ward today because we filmed our segment ahead of time. You know he's like, look, the kids are so high coming off just beating Cast Tech at the buzzer. It was, it was a twenty-four. It was a twenty-four hour turnaround. Yes, they exactly. Beat, they beat uh, Cast at the buzzer on a Jordan Whitford jumper yep. at about. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock on yeah. a Friday, and yes. then 6 o'clock they had a tip-off against the, the two-time defending state champs. Uh, Clarkston still proving that they are one of the best I, teams I, in the state. I don't think we can overstate how impressive the two freshmen in the backcourt are at Clarkson. What they're doing, I, I, have, I have never seen two freshmen that are uh, as in, uh, intelligent as, uh, as they are composed, as they are uh, uh, ability to both score and distribute. Um, a lot of teams are uh, 
game planning for them, thinking that because they're freshmen, because they're only 14, 15 years yep. old, we can bring full court pressure mm-hmm. and we can rattle them. Well, they're flipping the script and they're just shredding every uh, ounce of a, of a press that's been coming their way the last couple weeks. And it, it's just, it, I can't say enough about it. I mean, Fletcher Lawyer and Keegan Wasilk um, are the real deal Holyfield. These kids are um, just so f- above and beyond what you expect uh, normal freshmen at the varsity level. I, I expected Clarkson this year. I was telling everyone in the uh, in the offseason, don't be shocked if this team wins 16, 17 games. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't anticipate if they won 16 or 17 games that the engine, the catalyst, would be the two freshmen. Right. I thought right. they would be more complementary. Mm-hmm. But And this is all due respect to Matt Nicholson, who is – you know, in my he's opinion, coming to his own. who's coming to his own and is, in my opinion, the best uh, post prospect in the state. They are the, the, the two. Fr- great. The yeah. two freshmen, though, are, are are considerably more integral to what's happening this year with the with the twelve yeah. straight victories. Yeah. Uh, and and just like I said, they're they're shredding teams. Right. And and it's because of the freshmen. Right. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even have to really score any points in the fourth quarter. They were basically getting fouled. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, and they were being pressed hard by King. And King was making buckets and, and right. making it interesting. But uh, uh, they held on. And, um, and you Fl- know. And Fletcher is already 6'2". Yeah. You know, right. uh, Foster never got above six yeah. foot, really. Yeah. And, uh, really? I mean, 5'10". Yeah, Come on, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And as, as, I always wanted to be six foot. As yeah. fundamentally sound as Foster is, Fletcher's just as fundamentally sound, but he's got a little flash and dash to his game. Right. There was a, a let's a, say this: I think it's more flash and dash because it wasn't necessarily expected from him, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, I, I, shoot, I, you put forty fives on the bench on either side of him. I mean, he might yeah. get one rep. There was know? a yeah. se- there was a <laughs> yeah. se- there was a sequence against King where he's coming down on a break, and uh, two guys come at him, and he goes around his back yeah, with a finger right, roll. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean this is this is a 15 year old kid. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got a lot of confidence. coming up against no, no. a team that you could say is the best team in the city. Right. And with with guards that are being recruited at you know at the college level. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see how uh, how they track from here on out. But you talk about flash and dash, River Rouge and Beecher, Flip Beecher oh, wow. gave us flash and dash. Uh, Rouge really. Um, uh, Really coming into their own now. Too heavy. Really, just, you know what? They're, they're really playing, comfortable in their own skin they're, now. They're playing, and and obviously we've watched tons of championship yeah. teams. Yeah. Like they have that moxie. They right. have that. They have that. They, they have that charisma. It helps when you got like seniors that. like that. Yeah, and they're a lot like, of seniors. They, they they are focused. Yeah. And even losing. Yeah. Earlier in the year to King. Right. Probably propelled them, and they're like, "Yo, we can't let this happen. I don't want to. I don't like right. this feeling. Exactly. You know, I can see Daniel Few. Right, you know, yeah, like just like just like he grabbed the rebound, yeah, you know, like this is what we need to do. Yeah, yeah you need, hey, we need to go and just yeah. just having so many leaders on yeah. that team and yeah. how they all buy in. Yeah, you know, and that's a testament to Lamonte Stone is it coming is. in as a as a late coach. You yes. know, I mean, I like I like I uh, who's who's my who's my guy the uh, the Yankee manager. You know, was hired many a time Billy by Billy Martin. Martin. Billy Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's like, you know, I mean, like, oh, I think yeah. that I think that that's Lamonte's third stint at yes. his alma mater. It's his right? third. It's his third. And he had the burgundy. Yeah. Coach, and oh, River, told, right. told me the story. Giving my man from Beaverton uh, a run the, for his money. The with Burgundy the, with coach, the, yeah. like back in the day, we had to play the country days and the prep schools of the day, and so we had these hanging up in the school. And I, he's like, oh, I, just some, right, I just, right. I just wrote some. I just wrote Will Smith. Yeah, I just wrote something about uh, that's going to be on the blog soon. Bernie's bites um, at statechampsnetwork.com. River Rouge, 
most dapper team in the state. They came right. into the gym. Right. Everyone's in in maroon blazers yes. and bow ties. Yeah, yep. that's and, that's and, fresh to death, baby. Yeah. And those are twenty five year old yeah. jackets. Right. You know that they've got. And those were two heavyweights just yeah. slugging it out in the center of the ring. Right. Uh, top, three yeah. team, top three teams, in my, in no my opinion, in the in the in the state. You yeah. know, Nigel, and Nigel one, and Colvin played great. Again, Again. Gita played great. Donovan Freeman and, and Donovan Freeman is yes. is a freak yeah. on the wing. Absolutely. And Danny Few is a, a, a just a diamond in the rough. Uh, in Legend the Jeter is coming in. Legend Jeter is right. one of the, one of yeah. the best sophomores. And talking in the state. to the coach after the game, he's like, you know, Legend is like, you know, he concedes to the seniors. He doesn't want to take it, but the seniors like, it's all good, yeah. young brother. Yeah. Right, right. Do what you got to do because we want to go all the way and we need you to. Play like he did at the end, especially. Uh, he was the one that was, big steal, that was big making steal. plays big and one. Yep. Uh, Arguably you know, the top prospect, top big prospect in 2021. Yeah. Yep, yep, no and doubt. Dan, about and, with it. Dan, and with Danny Few in the middle, I mean, uh, uh, Ferris State. Lake, well, Lake, Lake Superior State. State, sorry, they're they're getting a steal in him, but he's I, got upside yeah. uh, and, and and a kid that's just really starting to scratch the surface on his potential. Right, but I will say on the other side, Jalen Terry. Uh, mm-hmm. The way that he played, yep. he was uh, slashing. He was a uh, step back. He was hitting from wherever you need to getting the guys involved. He's cash um, money. I'll yeah, tell, tell you who was really impressive to me, and yeah. al- along with Jalen yeah, Terry, yeah. was Carmelo Harris, the freshman, because this dude, and, and and not only that, so we got to see um, um, pri- uh, previously with King, uh, with Chauncey uh, Harris, yeah, uh, who was more of a shooter and cold-blooded. I mean, he's like he's he's ready for a shot. Well, Carmelo's coming along, and this dude's hitting floaters. He's hitting the jumpers, mm-hmm. and he just showed like a just in a, a wide range to his game. Yeah. And so we got to see a lot of the future. We did. I believe um, at Warren Fitzgerald and and hats hats off to Horatio Williams for yeah. having a phenomenal event. Yeah, it, it was solid. Uh, Rochester Adams and Southfield. Yeah, I was uh, there last yeah. uh, last night. Rochester yeah. Adams. Big road uh, win for, uh, for uh, Adams. Adams is. Uh, They've kind of done what Clarkson did. They lost the first two games of the season, and then they haven't lost since. They're riding an 11-game winning streak. Uh, they look like they're going to uh, walk away with the OA White title. This is a team that two years ago didn't win a game. They were 0-21. Brad Crichton came over from the girls' program at Stony Creek, which he literally built with his own two hands, built them into a, a, a girls' hoop you know, power in Oakland County, um, decided he wanted to make the shift from girls to boys, comes over to the Adams teams, then they take their lumps that first year, 0-21. Then last year, I believe they won 15 games, 16 games, won a district in Class A. Um, and then this year, it looks like they're going to uh, uh, win, uh, uh, win that OA white as long as, uh, you know, they, they, it keeps trending towards uh, in that direction. Um, they got a date with Clarkson in the first uh, first game of districts, which is going to be tough. But this is a team that has a lot of underclassmen, um, you got uh, one of the best sophomore guards in the state, and Ethan Immersion. I call him Easy E because everything oh, he everything right. he does is just it seems effortless. <laughs> type of guy that uh, is kind of a, a, a nothing but nylon specialist. Um, switches a lot of his three pointers on his free throws. It's just you know it's 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 smooth as silk. Uh, then they got a junior wing in uh, uh, Peyton Priestcorn. Yep. You might recognize the name. Yeah, baby brother of Caden Priestcorn, the Priestcorn. quarterback and uh, uh, power forward at uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's the last couple years. Right. Won a state championship in football. 
Looks like he's fourth about. Union last year. Yeah, he's a fourth Union. Fourth Union, fourth union this past fall. It looks yeah. like he's about to sign with Memphis. Yeah. So he's going to go Division One for football. But Peyton Prescorn plays a lot like his brother. Just really uh, cerebral. Can shoot the ball. Can uh, uh, can facilitate from from the top of the key. And then they got one of the best freshmen. We're talking a lot of good freshmen in the state right now. Well, Adams has one of the best in in Gunnar Walters, uh, freshman combo guard, the son of Rex Walters, uh, who was the uh, teammate of Adonis. Uh, Rex Walters went to the Final mm-hmm. Four uh, with with Kansas as a yeah. as a starter in the backcourt. Then played, I believe, eight years in the NBA and was an assistant with the Detroit Pistons under Stan Van Gundy. That's how the Walters family landed in Rochester. And now, after Van Gundy uh, and his staff got swept out over the summer, Rex Walters is an assistant at the University of Nevada. But the family has stayed, and Gunnar Walters is really having a a, a really solid season uh, as a freshman, uh, along with immersion. So you have an underclassman backcourt. That that's really fueling that that Rochester Adams Highlanders uh, uh, team, and then Peyton Priestcorn, like I said, just came back after uh, five games on the shelf with a sprained ankle. Went for uh, sixteen point seven rebounds last night, and then uh, immersion went for twenty five. And this was a matchup uh, against Cam McEvans. Yeah, Cam McEvans is, is really one of the um, lesser known stars uh, in Metro Detroit. He's been one of the leading scorers in Oakland County the last two years. Has gone over 40 points uh, in a single game four times in his career. Went for 40, I believe 41 last week against Troy Athens. Um, But uh, Ethan Immersion and his twin brother, Jake Immersion, uh, uh, doubled up on him and and, uh, really uh, uh, stifled uh, the Cam McEvans Express and 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 held Cam to only 11 points last night. And Southfield was was riding a three-game win streak, um, feeling good about themselves. And I, and I talked to Coach Buchanan after the game, and he's like, I, I think we, we're, we're feeling too good about ourselves, right. kind of reading the press clippings, yep. thinking that we were better than we were. At, cause we, we just rolled off three games. It's not right. like Rochester Adams has rolled 11 straight. Yeah. Right, he's right. Like, we rolled Terry, Terry Lowing running, running yeah. out, running, running out, running off the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the streets to play yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. old he, South Hill, yeah. Yes. So he said, uh, you know, he said, I think that we were a little full of ourselves, and we got a little bit of our just desserts tonight, and yeah. we'll learn from this. But A&T is a yeah. team that, you know, could be a, a, a sleeper uh, uh, come districts. They're in that Mumford district. Yeah. Who was the Southfield kid a few years ago? Shooter, and then you go to Michigan Carlton for like Brundage. a year. Carlton Brundage. Carlton Brundage. Yep. 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 Went there, yeah. went there. Well, they went to two. St- university. They went to back-to-back Final Fours yeah, in 2010 Fours, and 11. Yeah. Yeah. Carlton Brundage, Pee Wee Barnes, Patrick, yeah. right. Patrick I mean, Amadou. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, is as well as much as Carlton Brundage was the more name guy. Yeah. Mike Flowers is playing very, very well over at Western Michigan, and he mm. just graduated. I think in Flowers 15, graduated two okay. years ago, or, or fifteen or sixteen. So they were the group. They were the group that came up after. They came up Michigan. after uh, yeah, Brundage and Pee Wee was right. Amari yep. Hardy and Mike Flowers. Yep. Yeah. And now Flowers is is really flourishing at Western Michigan, and Amari Hardy's playing really well at UNLV right now. Very well, and his, his younger brother, brother the we freshman, were, we should have had. Two thousand twenty-two has just got ranked number two, number one or number two in the whole class. Yeah, in the, in for the, the whole in the whole country as a two guard, he's at Coronado. Yep. Um, and he should be at North Farming right I now. I think I talked with uh. I talked I talked with uh, Ramsey uh, Hardy not long ago, and he told me that um, Jaden Hardy would have no problem at all um, giving Amari Hardy, the college player, buckets right yeah. now. So you know, I'm at, I'm sure he's already they taller. might play later on. He's already something. taller. Yeah. Jaden's already six yeah, three, six, six three. four, legit yeah. six three. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Back to the PSL. You happened to see Douglas and Cash yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, Tuesday, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, Cash put up eighty four points. Yeah, and. And even and Douglas still scored sixty, right? So right around there, or yeah, fifty nine. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was, a, it was a it was a it was a pretty tight game in the first quarter, and then you know Cass just came out there and it kind of and let's say that I think 
Douglas, you know, they brought in some guys that were, you know, um, off the transfer wire, I guess you could say, uh, who just became eligible. And they, you know, just had a little bit of problems sinking in together because they missed a couple of early buckets, which probably would have kept that first quarter a little bit tighter, maybe changed up what Pierre Brooks was going to do later on in the game as far as substitutions, just having the confidence, you know, just trying to give some guys some confidence. Hey, you missed us later. Right. You know, bad turnover here. Um, but, yeah, Cass is... You know, they, they just come around. They have so many different weapons where, you know, they can, they can get you. You know, Tyson Acuff hit a couple of threes. So that was that was good to see from him. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got guys like Khalil Whitehead. Who, going to know, Chicago who, State. Who's going to Chicago State. Yeah. And other guys that really buried them on the, on the board. Yeah, he's and a real X really factor for difference. them. Yeah, yeah when yeah. Whitehead is... You know, he's taking it to the to the ten strong, yeah. and uh, then pulling up at the elbow. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he can knock that down all day. Uh, he makes them, uh, I think, really. Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they progress from this point. Uh, I think we all feel Cass can be the best team in the state as yeah. far as Division One goes. However. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's say this depth wise. Right, I think that they are definitely there. Yeah, you know, we talk about like Clarkston University yeah. of Detroit right. Jesuit, where they're going seven or eight deep. I mean, Cass, right. they'll play ten in the first half. Yeah, you know, exactly. and, and that's the game plan. You know, no foul trouble or not. You know, hey, this is what this is what's gonna this is what's gonna happen. Um, I do know that they, you know, obviously they lost to King. You know, they might play each other four times. Right, I'm not gonna show you my right. all my cards. Right, you know, just saying that. All right, you know, and you talked with. Coach Ward earlier, and so Southwestern always used to win the city title and beat Cooley. That but Cooley would wind up winning state in the title. state and yeah. would wind up winning the state title. We, we talked about it. Yeah, and so he it, never won a city title. Yeah, at Cooley Ward during his time there, right. they won I think three state three championships. Straight. Well, he won yeah. two. Yeah, maybe he, he won. won eight, eight, they won 87, 88, 88, 89. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was the captain yeah. on the 87, yeah. 88. That conversation will be at the end of the show, so you get to see Coach Ward. We, you get to hear all about that. Yep. Yep. Um, but and it was uh, also good to see uh, his son. Uh, again, knocked down to three in quality minutes. You know, I mean, I, it was, it was like one, it's one of those things where it's fun to watch kids grow up when, you know, they're two or three years old, you know, and all of a sudden oh, they're yeah, in high school. Exactly. Uh, let's quickly get into the rankings here before we break. Uh, quickly, as a summation, the four number one teams in each division remain the same this week. Roseville jumps back in the rankings. Division two's top five teams uh, continue to roll. McBain joins the D3 top ten, while D4's top two, Athens and Bellevue, go at it this week. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm pretty excited with uh, the Athens and Bellevue. Still, I'd like to get out there. I had the opportunity um, at Warren Fitzgerald at, uh, uh, this past Saturday yeah. to sit next to a couple of, uh, of um, gentlemen who get discounts um, on coffee and other such things and you know have, have uh, quite a long resume of games that they've watched. And uh, yeah, they were telling me, you know, about you know the Irish Hills and you know how basketball is kind of coming up. So it was good to hear about them, and maybe I was felt maybe feel good about myself, you know, about about just you know going out there and how I felt about Athens and Bellevue, yeah. you know, just to kind of get like a little bit of a stamp of approval, you yeah. know, from some guys. And yeah, and then another top four team, you know, we got Hanover Horton, who they got to talk, who they were also talked about, and they were like, yeah, they're young, they're going to be good this year, they're good, they're good okay. this year, they're going to be good next year. But I think that. Athens Bellevue game, and this is another group where you know they're another you know two teams where you know they are probably going to play three times. You know they're going to they play uh, this week and then um, in the regular season and then play again um, about two or three weeks right before the playoffs start. And I think that they will play each other again in the in um, uh, the regionals. Anybody else you feel here that uh, are uh, ready to make a move maybe and, and jump into your rankings? 
Uh, yeah, teams that, right that, on that, the cusp. I think Ypsilanti, Lincoln. You know, I mean, what yes. they did to Ypsilanti, I mean, that was at Ypsilanti, um, obviously a statement win. I had the opportunity to talk to Coach Brooks um, over at Ypsilanti. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they, yeah, the, the young fellow, Imani Bates, wound up getting another freshman, uh, yeah. you know, wound up having a 40-point-plus game yeah. and, you know, was knocking down threes. And, yeah, if you want to shoot a 25-foot jumper in high school, then go ahead. Yeah, so happened that they were they were falling, so the game plan might be a little bit different yeah. next time. I mean, ideally, um, that was yeah. going to be our main event yes. this week. Was going to be Ypsilanti, Lincoln, and Jackson going at it in Jackson, but this darn ice, dang has, Mother Nature, has postponed uh, both the re- the reschedule for Wednesday. We'll see if they replay. We'll see if we end up getting to them. If not, I, I, I got I want to go see the young man. I want to see the team in general. Um, just because uh, they're hot right now, and that's yeah. you know. Well, I do know Ipsy plays Ipsy Landing so. Lincoln later on, and yeah. another team that. And while I don't have, and you can go to state champs yeah. and see the rankings. Yeah. And while I don't have uh, Ipsilani on the bubble. Yeah. Um, the point guard that just came over from yeah. France, we've talked about Lucas. Yeah, Henderson. he didn't play in that game. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play in this game, but he they played, played this last week. night. He played against okay. Adrian. They want to win, and Ipsy won. He had a twenty-eight point. He had twenty-eight point in his debut. Yeah, in in his debut. That's pretty and impressive. So they're a bunch. They're a much different team. Yeah, I can right. imagine that's them. what coach they're, said. They're, let's say he... they'll they'll win. Let's say they they win yesterday or yeah. excuse me Tuesday, and if they win again on Friday, then they'll be on that bubble team. And as they continue to win. Perhaps the next time when they play at Ypsilanti Lincoln, yeah. um, depending on what Ypsilanti does, I yeah. can see. Let's say Ypsilanti Lincoln keeps on rolling, yeah. then that then that could very well be a top ten. So we're going to take our first time out here. We're going to come back and then get into the grab bag. Talk about shooters, uh, some of Scott's best that he has ranked here in the state of Michigan, and then there's a bunch of commitment stuff and, and guys getting offers. So we're going to get into that coming up right after this. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, welcome back to State Champs Hang Time. Michigan, TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein. I'm Lauren Plant. We're breaking it down. About to get into the grab bag. But first, uh, the uh, Fast Break Invitational that is taking place at uh, Belleville this weekend. Just quick uh, preview. I know there's been a lineup shift. Yeah, um, we've we've added Old Redford versus Detroit North and Northwestern for the 1 p.m. game. I'm really excited for the second game, which has Hanover Horton, number two team in uh, Division III. They're going to play Toledo St. Francis de Sales who is a solid team. They've got a player that just committed to Oakland University. Oh, nice. Um, also, that we've got Renaissance versus West Bloomfield, which is a top-notch game. Um, and then... Uh, Unfortunately for West Bloomfield, Donovan Moore yeah, is, Donovan is Moore's, on the shelf for another yeah, couple oh, weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the finale game, uh, we'll have Muskegon. They're making the trip all the way across uh, state, um, and they're going to be playing the host, uh, Belleville, which is... I think going to be a phenomenal game. Belleville, those guys are really starting to come under their own uh, just because they a lot of those guys were sitting on the bench last yeah, year yeah. behind all those terrific seniors. Uh, Muskegon, 
you know, they have the addition of Jarvis Walker, one of the standout juniors from the class. Came over from, yeah, came over from came, Mona. Yep, from, came over from Mona Shores. And so he's playing just beat last night, too. Okay. Uh, so, um, but yeah, that's going to be great. And, you know, for those that don't have an opportunity, if you're in the Detroit metro area, yeah. uh, get out and see Hanover Horton. That's yeah. a team that you're like, yeah, when you get when you go and watch it for the for the basketball junkies, yeah. you know, that, that's, a, that's a game. And for those that aren't basketball junkies, I know sometimes they like to see them, you know, I scout them and stuff like that. Yeah. So if, if and Hanover Horton's going to have a pretty good shot to make it to the Breslin. Um, and I'm not, I'm not counting out Muskegon, you know, even though their record might not, you know, show that maybe be indicative of what they are going to be in March. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, that's going to be one of being a, a great game. Muskegon won that game last year. Um, when they when they did play, so um, hopefully weather weather will, will so far is going to treat us a lot better than it has uh, the last couple of days. The famous T.J. Kelly kiss of death, Muskegon <laughs> number one to yeah. open the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. We'll no, no, but they've got yeah. some yeah. Pheno- they're, they're, phenomenal football players. Cam Martinez, yeah, uh, Billy Rock, Billy, uh, Roberts. Billy Roberts, yeah, yeah. Well, Deontay Harbaugh. Torres, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Deontay, Deontay Torres, and then uh, um, where. Uh, Yep, where's going to Northwood? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're a lot of basketball. Football. Yeah. I say Muskegon. I have to say football. Yeah. Uh, a lot of basketball still to play. Jim Harbaugh was at their game yesterday. Oh, uh, well, there you go. You know, with their uh, offensive coordinator, or defensive coordinator. Best shooters in the state. Yeah, so I did a thing on my blog. Jay Kelly. <laughs> Making it rain from the State Champ Studios. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did another thing on my blog uh, about the best shooters in the state, guys that are you know true marksmen, snipers, uh, guys that get busy beyond the arc. Um, and I'm interested to get uh, TJ's take on maybe some kids I, may, I maybe missed out on. But uh, you got them all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for my money, uh, you know, uh, I call him Bo the Show, uh, Lauren Bowman. Um, most pure shooter in the state, just perfect form, uh, fundamentally flawless. Uh, you know, I was talking before um, when we were talking about uh, Ethan Immersion, you know, not hitting rim, just hitting right. on nothing but net. Yeah. Well, that's the way that uh, Lauren Bowman shoots the ball. And whether he's shooting it from a three-point range or, or just, just you know, killing it, killing him softly with that, with that uh, mid-range pull-up, uh, Lauren Bowman is, is, is lethal. That's why the Wisconsin Badgers are, are bringing him into the fold in 2020. Um, I really like Dylan Jurgens uh, from Howardsville Christian, one of the leading scorers in the state right now. I believe he's over 30, 30 points a night. Mm. Um, a, a guy that uh, I believe he went for over 16 a game, has gone for uh, over 40 a couple times this what year already. What school is it? Howardsville Christian. Howardsville Christian. Yeah. I do not think West I've Side ever of State. They got to the court. They're, 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 they're Division they Four. They okay. were, they got to the quarterfinals last year in Division Four. Okay. He's a preferred walk on to Central okay. Michigan, and he's got unlimited range. All right. You know, check he's, it out. He's shooting it from the parking lot. Okay. Um, Mason uh, Wojcik. Yep. Watch. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't want to butcher know. his name. Mason Wojo over yeah. at, at Mount Pleasant. Yep. He's only a junior. He's a gunner. Uh, really quick release. Um, a type of guy that. Uh, uh, you know, you know, is dribbling up the floor, and, and you're trying to force him left, and the next thing you know, he, you know, he's he's pulling up on you. Uh, and, and, he beat Orchard Lake St. Mary's last night. Yep. Or on Monday up in Saginaw Valley. Yeah. So I really like Mason Wojo, um, Sudi McElroy uh, mm-hmm. over at Ferndale came over from Detroit East English Village, the only one of the uh, college recruit transfers that that made the move from East English to Ferndale to be eligible this year. Mm. Um, Simon Wheeler and and, and, Col- and Colin Golson, Jay Sean. Uh, more have to sit out for the 2018-19 campaign. We'll see them next year. But Sudi McElroy, who's a senior, came over, um, and since he got eligible, he's been 
as advertised. He's averaging 25 a night. Um, again, popping him from from the parking lot. You know, a type of guy that's six seven, has length, athleticism, but in is just a real sniper, um, shooting the ball really well. Uh, and then Josh Lehman over at uh, Ludington hit a buzzer beater at the Breslin Center a couple years ago to take his team into the Class C finals, I believe, either Class B or Class C finals. Ludington. C. C. Yeah. Uh, and you know he's a guy that I think he's going to Spring Arbor. I'm not sure. Don't Spring Arbor, him. top five team in NA. I think number six maybe NAIA Division two. But uh, Josh Lehman, uh, Josh Lehman, Jeopardy or anything like that. In Josh yeah. Lehman can can really um, uh, 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 get heated from outside. Get heated in a hurry. And then a couple other guys I just want to mention. Uh, you know probably the best in the UP, Reese Caster, um, over at Gladstone. Uh, best in the PSL, I'm going to go with Daniel Autry over at Cast Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, Flint area, Cade Coleman uh, from Davidson. Really like uh, Just his, had 40 points. Huge night yeah, the other night. Really like yeah. the way he shoots the ball. Okay. And then, uh, you know, Cam, Cam McEvans, who we were talking yeah. about uh, from Southfield A&T. Just, you know, a, a quiet assassin that can drop 40 on you, and you maybe never heard of him until he, he dropped that 40 on you. There have been uh, some college commitments some news, and some offers, and some commitments. Yeah, yeah, and TJ yeah. And I so, can kind of mix yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, go for so, it. So, uh, just a couple commitments uh, out of the backcourt: uh, Zach Goodline yep. uh, from Coloma, uh, Coloma, yep. uh, one of the highest scoring point guards in the state. He's averaging about thirty points a game right now. Just committed to Huntington University out in Indiana. It's a division uh, NAIA program. Yep. Okay, um, and he's a guy that you know is a real. Um, uh, uh, supersonic sleeper special a yeah. guy that people don't maybe mention when, you, when you're talking about best guards in the state but you need to mention him right because he is uh, a workhorse in the backcourt and the type of guy that just you know has a will to win and you add that with with the, the offensive uh, uh flow that he brings and he's just a real a, real, uh, a dangerous competitor probably be a 2000 point scorer I, let's say this between him and dylan jurgens i think that they're probably gonna be the top scorers um, in within the state in, this year? with the 2019, yeah, and okay. and in the state, but yeah, uh, I think an absolute steal. Um, you know, guys just get caught up in height, you know, and yeah, yeah. And Austin, Austin Brown, what's Austin up with him? Bra- uh, you know, Zach Goodline is a real swag nasty. I mean, he's got swagger, he's got moxie. You want to talk about maybe the master of moxie in the state of Michigan, a three sport superstar, Austin Brown, Austin Brown. Brown. <laughs> God, no, Austin Brown like from uh, Madison Heights, Madison, uh, first team all state in all yeah. three sports, um, and he is originally he was committed to go play baseball uh, at Marshall. Um, had a great football season where he led uh, Madison Heights, Madison into the uh, Ford Field into the Division Seven state finals. Kind of rediscovered his love uh, for the quarterback position, reopened his recruitment, and now he's uh, committed to play football at Grand Valley. It's a but good fit right now mm-hmm. this winter. He's decimating the competition uh-huh. on the basketball floor as a yeah. point guard. I'm gonna have to, go. I'm gonna have to go see him. Close to twenty-five yet, a night. All right. All right. Uh, his Madison Heights, uh, Madison Eagles are twelve and one. Okay, um, looking real good. Right. And Lost to Warren Lincoln uh, last week. They're only got, lost. Up with Wydell. He's like, he's like, man, we lose to Marysville and then we beat, we beat Madison Heights, Madison. And I was like, well, because you played in Marysville. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but uh, Austin uh, right. Bra- Austin Bra- Brown. Yes, uh, there is an Austin. There's Brown. Austin. Yeah, there's Austin, there Austin Braun Braun from Grand Rapids Catholic, uh, Catholic Central, Central yeah. who's going to Grand Valley State yeah. to play basketball, right. and now yeah. there's Austin Brown who's going right. to Grand Valley State to play football. Joe Moon getting some love. Yeah. Oh man, it's about time. Yeah. You know, in money, I, money ball Moon. Yeah, and while I mean, he had a solid game last night in their win over Fortson. Thirty-one last um, night. Yep, and just got offered from Indianapolis this afternoon. Um, I can't quote everything that the the, the, coach the University of the Indianapolis, University of the Greyhounds, the Greyhounds, right? Division two, mm-hmm. um, solid player. That's where Jacob Polakovich, former teammate uh, last year um, at Grand Rapids Catholic Central with Austin Braun. Yeah, yep. uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know they're they're coming in here and they're and they're seeing things that maybe uh, some other coaches that aren't. And it's funny how things work. All of a sudden, more is you know, going to come, right? Pardon me. More yeah, offers. I, I would, I would imagine so. Um, but you know, they, this this happens, and all of a sudden, you know, people. I all of a sudden, I feel like coaches are reading my emails, and I get a a, a text from James Madison. I get a text from Central Connecticut right, yeah, State. Yeah. You know, I get a text from a couple of other schools sure. and stuff like. Well, how good is this kid? Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I was like, well, he's good enough that I wouldn't. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to waste anybody's yeah. time. Uh, right. One last you want to mention about uh, Matt Nicholson? That's TJ. Oh, that's CJ. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think Matt Nicholson is. Let's say this. He's got an offer from Lake Superior State where his older brother played. He's got an offer from Ferris State. Um, I think that he's all of a Mac Horizon player. I'm just saying that, like, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, I think I personally think that yeah. he, he's a, yeah. he's Big Ten bound. I think before yeah, it's all yes. said and done, on signing day of 2020, he'll be inking in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and so we're at the Oak Park Clarkson game. I mean, caught an alley-oop. I think he had six, blo- six blocks in the game. Really, I mean, probably – Made everybody, anybody who was thinking about scoring from Oak Park in the paint, you know, made them rethink their shots. So he probably just his intimidation factor probably had another five or six. He did another one where he caught he caught the ball on the break, kind of slashing into the middle of the lane, grabbed it, took a one dribble, and then kind of did a cuff jam, yeah, like like a a Larry Nance. Yeah, he just goes about doing. He just goes about his business. On Saturday, everybody after the game walking up to him, hey man, I love your game. I like your game. And he was quiet. He was quiet. I mean, he had had like ten and thirteen in that game. He just goes about doing his business. He doesn't. He doesn't get rattled. You know, and so. Um, He's got a nice touch. Yeah. yeah, shoot free throws. So I talked with uh, um, Coach Wallace over at Clarkston, and Ohio State has been in to see him. I know that a couple of years ago they came in to see Romeo Weems over at New Haven. They were asking me, you know, what's another game to go see? Yeah, you know, I, you know or what's another practice to go see? It was in the fall. You know, I was like, well, you could just shoot over, you know, a half an hour. Or People got to understand about Matt and watch Nicholson. You know, this is a kid that averaged less than five minutes. That's, yeah, that's what I was gonna year. say. People have to understand you know? that this is really Matt Nicholson's yes. first, first exposure yeah. at the varsity level, and, that's all and he's only is, twelve is, games yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're sitting here, and he's a junior, and yep. he doesn't have the big offers because you haven't had a chance yep. to see him. But they yeah. normally, but they normally know a kid, who he is. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, eighteen kid, points, fourteen rebounds, five block average. Yeah, normally a kid like that has been playing every game of his high school schedule from the time he's a freshman to uh, you know into his yeah. junior year. So uh yeah, but um with with Nicholson, I know Tennessee has reached out, Iowa's reached out, Purdue has reached out. Yeah. And that's just recently from to- talking with Coach Walsuk. Uh Duquesne was at the game um in you know kind of watching, you know, a couple of different guys and stuff like that, you know, for and, you know between the Oak Park and uh and Clarkson game. Um and so you know, I'd love to see the Mac and Horizon guys maybe step it up a little bit, you know, and, and take us and assume that hey, we're in-state in guys. 
I just like to see some guys like oh like hey they got some you got a lot of good guys that are here right. and not only that they're going and helping programs win. No doubt about it. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Uh, you can catch these guys, of course, uh, every week right here on Hang Time, and uh, of course you can read. Uh, Bernie's blog, Bernie's Bites at StateChampsNetwork.com. Check out TJ's rankings. And if you see him at a game or whatever, say what's up. Yes. And uh, tell him you love, uh, you love hang time. So uh, Matt Mallory coming, in, coming back on the flip of this. So stay with us. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters. Right, welcome back to Hang Time Michigan. Time now to talk a little bit of girls basketball. we got to make sure we uh, uh, get the ladies in, see what's happening with them. This is Matt Mowry. He is our uh, senior editor, our managing editor, and definitely the guy that uh, we want to talk to when it comes to girls basketball in the state of Michigan. He gets to a lot of them. Uh, yeah. And so uh, quickly, let's talk about the rankings. Uh, we'll start there. Uh, just some notes that we noticed. Division One stayed exactly the same with Saginaw mm-hmm. Heritage and Southfield A&T up on top. Little bit of movement in Division Two. Detroit Edison continuing to dominate to roll. and yep. uh, top not only Division Two but our Super Ten, uh, which is clear. Corona jumped Harper Woods Chandler Park to move to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Division three and four also stayed the same at the one and two slots. Sandusky and Hemlock both jumped into the D three rankings, taking over for Rogers City and Bark River Harris, who dropped out. Yeah, it's uh, there wasn't a lot of movement in the the top tens this past week, just because you know most of the times when ranked teams were playing, they were winning their games, with the exception of Chandler Park actually gave Heritage a really good game right down to the end, and so that was a consideration. I mean, normally you drop a team after a loss, not not a whole lot because they right. they you know lost to the arguably the number two team in the entire state behind Edison. Right. And, you know, so that was a, a consideration. So, I, But I've had them ranked up two or three most of the season in Chandler Park, and they belong there. So I think they, they proved that. Corona just keeps on rolling unbeaten, so I kind of, you know, bumped them a little bit. But that could easily go back and forth as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other games that we got between ranked teams, uh, Maple City Glen Lake lost to Kingsley by, by eight, and that was another matchup of top ten teams. Teams um, in Division Two and Division Three there, mm-hmm. uh, but most of the other action between ranked teams were in the honorable mention ranks, and and a couple of them stood out. Um, one of them was that Brighton uh, knocked off Heartland, and Heartland had kind of been almost that that next team in the rankings, you yeah. know, that 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 ten A or that number eleven now slot. That they were- like replenish right now that they they were full back. strength yeah exactly and we kind of thought now they go on a roll well brighton comes along and and says not so fast uh, brighton's an interesting squad because they were a good team and they they lost by five to a heartland team last year that went all the way to the quarters mm-hmm. and we knew heartland was going to be good because they brought a lot of players back and they had a lot of young players come in we're, we're not sure about 
Brighton, they had a lot of the same cast together. So we kind of figured there would be some, you know, just some gains by experience, but they've gotten a lot better this year simply just because they've gotten a little bit older and they've kind of taken that defense, which has always been their calling card, and they've almost kind of tweaked it to another level. They've got a team that can press you. They can also play in the half court because they've got a, a Division One uh, center and Sophie Zekin who's committed to uh, Bully Green, and she can she can you know score inside. They've got some shooters around her, but their primary thing is that they're going to press you and they're going to get some easy buckets off their off their defense. And uh, they're rolling along at eleven and zero as as we record this. So they've uh, they've got it rolling and they've kind of served notice that they kind of need to be that next team. Maybe if anybody drops out of the Class A rankings or Division One rankings now, they may be the next uh, team to pop in there. Right and. Uh... They haven't had a chance to play. You got to see them play against uh, Northville. Northville, yep. yes, or Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and again, uh, I think Northville is a team. You know, maybe we, maybe thought was a little bit better than they sure. are right now. I think they're still trying to kind of figure themselves. They're young. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty clear who was the big dog in the well, building. Well, yeah, and, and Todd Good has said that intended. right Tuesday night. He's the Northville coach, and yeah. he even said. There's a 1A and a 1B in their division, in the West Division of the KLA, and that's Brighton and Heartland, however you want to. And he said he very easily could envision Heartland winning, you know, the second matchup, and then they would they would go into the tournament. Um, but it, it is, there's a clear division between those 1A and 1B, and then the rest of the pack that's all kind of right about the same, and the rest of those teams can beat each other on any given night. But uh, another team we wanted to bring up is we, we I, I personally hadn't seen Birmingham Marion yet right. this year and had them ranked all year long. They're another team that kind of is always predicated on defense. Mary Cicerone's teams are always going to play defense. Yeah. You know that. They're going to get in your shorts. They're going to stop you from scoring. Yeah. Their problem last year was they would stop you from scoring and then they would not score themselves. They had a lot of trouble scoring themselves. So they were winning a lot of low-scoring games. But when they came up against the very toughest competition, right. they were scoring 30 points a game, right. and it just wasn't enough for them to, to truly do what they've you know had a history of doing. Yeah. This year, they've improved a lot internally like Brighton did with a lot of the same kids back. They've got a, a big freshman in Sarah Sylvester, and they've got some kids that have just gotten better. Shannon Kennedy is one of those kids who, you know, she's a very, very good golfer. She was a medalist as a freshman in the D2 meet, uh, but she can shoot the lights out and you, you once you start to put some offensive components in there and they're still playing a defense that's pretty similar to what they were last year that's a whole different ball game for that team and that's another team that has a very serious shot of going a long way because again they play very very good defense yeah all right well matt thank you sure. and uh, we'll sure. do it again next week coming Absolutely. up right after the right after the break uh, again we talk with king coach George Ward. Fascinating conversation. Uh, so uh, stick around. Let's come around. So I got my start in officiating when a friend told me I should try it. At first, I just did basketball and I got hooked. Before long, I added baseball, softball, football, and volleyball. I really enjoy giving back to the game, working with kids, and working with my local association to recruit and train new officials. I would like to say to anybody that officiating is a great way to help kids and stay connected to the game. We always need new officials. There's help wanted, just listen. 
Welcome back to the final uh, segment here in this week's State Champs Hang Time Michigan podcast. Graciously joining us here inside the room is Detroit Kings head coach George Ward. George, thanks for uh, doing this. Appreciate it. Thank you, Lauren. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, look forward to it. Yeah, so a proud member of BCAM here in front of me and uh, uh, has been for a long time. Uh, When did you... Just for people who don't, you know, understand your life story, right. uh, where'd you grow up? Where, where'd you play? Wow. Um, obviously grew up in the city of Detroit. Uh, a Finkel Ave guys always like to say. Mm. Uh, Detroit Cooley High School. Right. Uh, three-time state champion they were. I was fortunate enough to win two my junior and senior year, which which means I probably had nothing to do with it because they won it again when I left. Uh, but Can we date uh, you? Can you give me the years? Oh, 1980, 1988. I'm 48 years old okay. now. Next time I blow out the candles, I'll be 49. Right. Uh, and, you know, after that, uh, had the opportunity and, and really uh, was recruited to go down to Alabama State University. Uh, turned down something special from Johnny Golston, who wanted me to go to Alabama A&M. He was a coach at Pershing High School, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he was an Alabama a and alum and uh you know unfortunately tore my left knee to pieces Uh, they took my ACL out but uh came home and you know after kind of working and going to school and all that coach Ben Kelso called me one day after we had played some pickup basketball up Mm. at Cooley and uh he called me by 11 o'clock one night seriously and when the phone rang wondering who it was and you know it was like it's coach Kelso and I'm thinking what's wrong and he said well you know George I I want you to come coach and he had told me when I was 16 years old that Raphael Peterson and Michael Talley and myself were going to be great coaches. Mm. At 16 years old, you're not thinking about coaching basketball whatsoever. Mm. But So I heard it, but that was all it was. I just heard it. But uh, uh, close to 10 years later, he gave me that phone call, and I, I took the opportunity and you know loved what I was doing. And I remember the first time I got that whistle. I had done some youth coaching before, but it was all in fun for my son's teams and things of that nature. But uh, once I got that whistle – and start to instructing, it struck me that this was what I wanted to do. So I've been doing it now. I'm 48, so I've been doing it now for about 23 years. It sounds crazy to even say it like that, but I've been in the game for a minute, had a fair amount of success, and, uh, you know, looking looking forward to a few more years now and see what we can come up with. And once we left Southeastern, I went over to King, and the one thing that I kind of looked at, I said, well, uh, it'll give my son an opportunity to graduate from uh, a, a even greater academic institution, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll be able to play for me, and uh, you know put me as my athletic director. I always like to say, say, man, you're going to be on a bigger stage, and you know we just get a, a greater opportunity for all types of young men and young women at King. So it's a testing school, and we kind still of replacing a legend there too. Wow, you know, you well, you know, Benny White was there, and then you know you look up, you know, I, I was there with uh, William Winfield. Yeah. You know, I get to go to his practices. Yeah, right. So it's a it's a football school. Yeah, but it's a girls basketball school as well. Right. So I've just oh. tried to find my niche, and I think we've done a good job. Yeah. They have shown me a lot of love at 3200 East Lafayette. So I've been fortunate, and uh, I think this year we've surprised a few people. We're 12 and two right now, yeah. and uh, we keep we're going to keep working. Gonna yeah, keep working. absolutely. Got some uh, got some good wins on your belt. You play some good competition. A couple games already with Cast Tech, including wow. a, a victory wow. uh, just the other day. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know. W- for those who don't understand that rivalry, can you just kind of shine a little light on it? Well, you know, we're, we're talking about two schools that are maybe, what, two miles apart or something, maybe two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are two testing schools. Traditionally, 
you know, you have young men and women who go on to do very well in life. So, you know, the animosity, whether it's self-created or whatever, what the case may be, is, uh, is there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mutual respect. Yeah. But it's also some Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan right. State hatred there. Right. And, uh, you know, so whenever they get together, you can throw the records out the window. I know yeah. that sounds clichéic, but you can throw the records out the window because no one wants to go to school that attends Cass Tech and say they've lost a king and vice versa. So, uh, you know, we played them the first time this year. Uh, I was there. At the, at the uh, Technician Dome. Yep. Yep. And uh, they, they played a wonderful basketball game. Yeah. And, and that game meant more to them, unfortunately, than it did to us. And, yeah. You know, you Harris can't do... just went crazy. He was shooting threes all oh, day. Oh, my stop. goodness, man. We couldn't we couldn't contest a shot. Yeah. We, we were flat yeah. defensively. They just did a great job preparation. Yeah. They beat us by about 14 points. So, But we had, we had defeated them in the district. Right. And, you know, Steve Hall's going to do a great job of getting his guys ready to play. Yeah. They're talented as ever. So uh, they lost. Sometimes yeah. you need to lose oh. to kind of show, hey, guys, you, we got to earn this. They had ranked us number one in the state of Michigan, Lauren, right. the, the game the week after we beat River Rouge. Right. And River Rouge is as great a team, as physical, as talented a team, and well-coached a team as you'll find. I agree. And we defeated them. And, again, as we talked about earlier, we were in practice, and as practice ended, uh, one of the young men come to me and said, Coach, look at this. And uh, I said, what's happening? He said, uh, they ranked us number one in the state. And I asked him, what in the heck for? Right. He said, man, we, we're the best team in the state. I said, no, you're not. I said, as a matter of fact, uh, you've only won one game. I don't know how that can equate to being the best team. I don't know what kind of criteria they're using. But yeah. So we needed that. And then, um, you know, we played them again, as you know, about a week or so ago. And won it in dramatic fashion. Yeah. Jordan Whitford, my senior point guard, and uh, hit a big shot pretty big much shot. at the buzzer. Yep. So uh, that rivalry has been uh, very tough. Very passionate for the last probably 30 years or so that I know of, 30, 40 years, even when I was in school. King and Cass did not like each other. Right. So uh, it's at its peak right now, and it looks like we're on a collision course to meet somewhere uh, during the city playoffs. In the first game of the state playoffs, we play Cass Tech. Isn't that something? Yep, there it is. That's <laughs> uh, it. You got to go through it yeah, if you want to win it. Uh, before we let you go quickly, uh, we talked about you talked about just some of the great players that you had at Southeastern when you were there, and yes. talking about kids staying. And it wow. seems like we're having an issue now with our great players staying, whether they are being. Uh, and again, you we talked off camera. There's a scenario where it can work out. Wendell Green, it's working out. Oh, Wendell Green, you know, is working out, uh, and he's in um, Lalamere, uh, Indiana. In, in Indiana, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, in other cases, again, what do we need to do? Uh, so that we make sure our players stay here? Is it, I'm sure it's a combination of issues. Absolutely, Lauren. We're, we're talking about a situation where uh, now, with this being an information age, you know, we look at some of the records from the other teams, some of the other programs. When we play Chicago or uh, yeah. defending state champion in Illinois, uh, Lou Adams is a great friend of mine, and he and I talking. Uh, I said, what's your record now, Lou? And when he, he comes to me, he says, ah, Hoss, I, yeah, I, I think we're about 10 and 4 right now, or 10 and 3, 11 yeah. and 3. I said, wow, yeah. you play 14 games already. So I think the scheduling, we have to, yeah. you know, look that at. That was a December 30th game when you no, played them. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. And, you know, he, he said, you know, like, hey, guy, George, you need guys need to get some more games. And, and that's something that I know the MHSAA is looking into, and, and we as BCAM, an organization, we're trying to push that right, right now. Uh, that will help because the guys need more competition. You know, when I, I go, I have, I've had the privilege uh, 
Tim McCormick, who's obviously a, a legend in this country, let alone the state of Michigan, yeah. uh, invited me to work the NBA Top 100 camp a few years back. And I've had the privilege of doing that for the last five years. So every year, you know, when I go and I sit down with Mike Jones, who's the head coach at DeMatha, uh, Harold Baber, uh, who's down in Houston, and Wayne Jones at Houston Episcopal, mm. those guys play about 35 to 40 games per year. Now, the average student athlete from a basketball perspective in this state it's probably going to play about 21 to 22 games. We talk about if you get 20 games regular season prior to the district, everybody doesn't get to go on and win the state championship. So right. you're looking at the average of 22, 23 games. Yeah. So in one season, they've doubled us as far as experience, game floor experience. That's an awful lot. So that's really hurting our children, so to speak, right now. And then the travel rule uh, needs to be modified, we think, a little bit. And uh, it's just some things that, you know, from a, a – perspective of being able to travel exposure playing other teams you know we can't play on ESPN right. and it's it's not as if we have to have that but when you look at some of the other states some of these kids get lured away the right. parents the parents look at it and say this is a great opportunity right. for my child to get exposure just trying to maximize his just trying to potential. maximize it and I get it and we're in a, we're in a situation now where the parents you know we're gung-ho you know we want to be able to say hey little Johnny is on television today uh, good, bad, or indifferent, it is there. Yeah. So I think we need to kind of match what's going on across the world. Uh, the shot clock, I believe, is definitely coming. Uh, but we need to right. do some things because as you look at it, you know, you look at Harlan Beverly, one of the best players in the state of Michigan. Yeah. He's now at Mount Verde. Yeah. Uh, you look at Carrington McCaskill. He's gone as well. Uh, Wendell Green Jr., who is pound for pound, you know, one of the top players in the country for the class of yeah. 2020. Yeah. So Rocket Watts. Rocket Watts is gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, so Old Redford was Old Redford went from contender Oh my to, goodness. Old Redford went from one of the most talented teams in the United States of America. Right. To uh, you know, it's a situation now where they're just kind of hanging on. Right. So, uh, I think to add legitimacy to what we're doing here in the state I think we need to add a couple more games. I think we need to figure out a way to do it. And if that means, Lauren, that we have to play our extra games during the course of the Christmas break, I'm all for it. If the athletic directors or a coach of a team does not want to play 20 games or play 25 games or whatever the case may be, they don't have to. It's not mandatory. But we need to do something so we can match the rest of the world yeah. because right now, just honestly, in totality, from a basketball perspective, we're being passed by and we okay. got to do something about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, sharing your thoughts. I appreciate and, I appreciate uh, being, being here, here and being in our B Camp segment, uh, Coach Ward. Congratulations uh, for everything so far, just in your career. I know you you feel blessed, and you got the PSL tournament getting ready to get going. Cast Tech out of the gates, pretty Yo, much. Big Big Ten, Big Big Ten style yes. tournament. Everybody gets in. Yeah. Uh, it will be great. We look forward to seeing you guys, Lauren. You oh, guys yeah. have we'll done a there. great job of representing the city, representing the state, this community, Thanks. and really showcasing our young men and women. So we really appreciate what you guys. Are Yep, we'll keep doing it. We're not going anywhere. All so, right. again, Coach Ward, thank you for being here. We'll have our producer, Derek Blaylock, in here for our next segment just to kind of wrap everything up. Okay. This is Hang Time. All right. Finishing up the show, Derek Blaylock, the producer of Hang Time, is here and uh, just wants to uh, send a little shout out and uh, give you guys a little news on something we can put in at the end of the show. Hey guys, uh, we're always looking for the, some great highlights. So if you got some highlights from your uh, 
school's game, um, send them in uh, to Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at yellowflagproductions.com. We would love to share them on the show. Um, once again, that's Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at yellowflagproductions.com. Uh, and uh, we'll see if we can get them on there. Yeah, for we'll you. put a bit, put together a few clips. You know, we see that the phones, the iPads are all out at every one of these games we go to. So if you happen to catch something really cool, maybe it's a half-court shot or something really sweet, uh, send it to Derek, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it right here on Hang Time. Otherwise, see you.